this is a season, and you may have noticed, when the leaves are everywhere. And this afternoon we'll probably be doing a lot of raking of leaves, those of us who are going to stay. Um, and the seasons repeat themselves. Um, and the work of the seasons, uh, planting, harvesting, um, raking, shoveling snow, um, each season has its work. And I, I'm always marvel at the fact that every year when the holidays roll around, whether it be Halloween or Valentine's Day or Christmas or some other holiday, Memorial Day, everybody gets equally excited about the holiday. And Thanksgiving is coming up and families get together every year, pretty much, and even though the same thing happens, there's a big meal, there's a sharing, there's family gathering, everybody gets excited about it every year. And similarly with Christmas, you'd think you would get bored after a while with all this repetition. But there is something about um, repetition that aligns us with the earth, which aligns us with uh, ordinary reality. Um, I wrote on the um, eraser board, chop wood, carry water, which is the name of the title of the book, but it's also a way of life. And it's a very simple way of life. Uh, there's a wonderful film that I would recommend if you can endure it. Uh, it's called The Island, The Naked Island. It's by a Japanese um, um, filmmaker, and it takes place on an island in Japan. And the entire movie is over probably an hour and a half. Has anybody seen it? Um, is just a depiction of this small family um, who lives on a very rugged, which lives on a very rugged island, every day doing the same thing: getting water, chopping wood, making fires, cooking meals, um, and trying to irrigate this very arid place to grow some very meager crops for their meals. And that is all that they do. There's no television. <laughs> There's no um, internet. There's no socializing um, except this deep connection with everyday chores of survival. And we have sort of a similar uh, process of 
for example, when uh, you rake leaves, uh, they're only going to fall again next year. <laughs> when you sweep the floor, you know, when you use a dustpan and you uh, sweep all the dirt into the, into the dustpan, there's always a little strip of stuff that you can't quite get that's still left over. <laughs> Well, that's sort of these kinds of activities. We grow food, we make food, we eat the food up, and we have to make more food. Um, we sweep the floor, we dirty it again, we have to, to sweep again. Um, so many of the things that we do every day in our ordinary life um, have to be repeated constantly, um, even though, you know, we think, well, the floor is clean now. It's, those are, that's sort of everyday life, very simple. Um, eating, well, you have to eat again. Uh, sleeping, you have to sleep again. Um, and often we call this kind of work menial. We sit on our cushions, we have to come and sit again. Uh, even Buddha, who we consider being enlightened, had to continue to practice. It's, it's nothing that, that's permanent. Nothing is permanent. And these very simple, ordinary acts, uh, we sometimes think of them as menial. The things that people do to care for one another, uh, very um, washing dishes, which only get dirty again. You have to wash them again. Um, and these kinds of jobs, we often demean uh, these repetitive, simple acts. Things that don't really produce anything of lasting value. They just have to be repeated again and again and again. Chopping wood, burn the wood, have <laughs> to chop more wood. <laughs> it's just, um, you drink water, you have to keep replenishing the well and drink more water. And so these are, these are often considered very low level kinds of activities. The things that we value, the, the kinds of activities and work that we value, tend to be things that seem to produce, produce things, big things that seem to be lasting, like um, bombs, of course, which are, you know, they, <laughs> you know we have an arsenal, uh, or big buildings, you know, skyscrapers, twin towers, you know, these are... These are big, important uh, uh, productions, uh, and we pay people a lot for doing this kind of work. We, we value this, things that seem to be productive of, of obvious, visible uh, bridges and, and uh, you know, big things. Um, 
And these are high status, high status jobs. Things like even work of service, uh, like for example, just cleaning the zendo every week, or just being in service to another person, has really no visible effect. It's, um, it's just a kind of invisible uh, act. When someone cleans the zendo, you just come here and it's clean and you don't even think about you know, who's done it or the person who's done it doesn't claim any special significance. And in, in spiritual life, in our spiritual life, it's these kinds of acts that are most valid, valued. Um, you might say in the sort of world of commerce, uh, the things that are productive, you know, we ask people, you're not being productive. Um, sweeping the floor isn't being productive. Uh, chopping wood isn't being productive. Uh, making meals isn't being really productive. You've got to make something that's visible. In spiritual life, it's exactly these basic, simple acts that are of greatest consequence. That's why in monasteries you find basically cooking, cleaning, gardening, eating, sleeping. That's, that's sort of aligning yourself with leaves grow, they fall, they compost, they grow, they fall, they compost. In our world, it's really significant to um, produce things that are novel, you know, that something new. We're always looking for the, the big new thing. In spiritual life, it's just the opposite. It's we just repeat repeat, repeat, these simple acts, sitting down, breathing, <laughs> coming into the present moment, getting up, walking, sitting, <laughs> getting up, walking, sitting. There's nothing terribly complicated or productive about the natural world. It just keeps on keeping on. And when we practice, um, it's the same thing. When you're sitting, you're present, and then you wander. Or I'll speak for myself. I'm present, <laughs> and then I wander. 
and then I come back, and then I wander. And then I come back, and then I wander. And sometimes I wander very, very far. And sometimes I come back suddenly. And then there's pain. And there's breathing into pain. And then there's fixating on pain. And being very wiggly. And then there's breathing into pain again. <laughs> and so our practice is a very, very simple one. And to many people it would be really boring. Like, but it's like the seasons. It's, it's real. It's what aligns us with reality. Um, you know, we have our, our weekly, we light incense, we bow, um, we walk, we sit. This is our, our Sunday ritual. But we also have our daily ritual. We get up, we stretch, we brush our teeth, we feed the animals, we um, make our breakfast, we eat, we, we take a walk, we, we have our daily ordinary life. Chopping wood, carrying water. How difficult it is to give yourself completely to what is often thought of as menial. Just very simple. And when we practice here, this is what we are valuing. This thorough call simplify, simplify, simplify. And our lives only seem to become more and more complicated. And how difficult it is to, to just come here and sit, not being productive. It's, there's a wonderful... Um, called Song of the Grass Roof Hermitage by Shi Tu, Chinese master. I've built a grass hut where there's nothing of value. After eating, I relax and enjoy a nap. When it was completed, Fresh weeds appeared. Now it's been lived in, covered by weeds. The person in the hut lives here calmly, not stuck to inside, outside, or in between. Places worldly people live, 
he doesn't live. Realms worldly people love, he doesn't love. Though the hut is small, it includes the entire world. In ten square feet, an old man illumines forms and their nature. A great vehicle bodhisattva trusts without doubt. The lowly can't help but wonder, will this hut perish or not? Perishable or not, the original master is present. Not dwelling south or north, east or west. Firmly based on steadiness, it can't be surpassed. A shining window below the green pines. Jade palaces or vermilion towers can't compare with it. Just sitting, with head covered, all things are at rest. Thus, this mountain monk doesn't understand at all. Living here, he no longer works to get free. Turn around the light to shine within, then just return. The vast, inconceivable source can't be faced or turned away from. Bind grasses to build a hut and don't give up. Bind grasses to build a hut. Awan, Awan means hut of harmony. Awan. On means hut. O means harmony. And when you sit on your cushions, you are building, you are binding grasses together to build a hut in which you can shine a light and be completely at rest. This is our practice.